0: Welcome to the M City Podcast. I'm Susan. I'm Amelia.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: Today we are finishing season three. The episodes that we're doing are US Mail, Cruel and Unusual Punishments, Secret Identities, and Out of Time, which are condensed down to Mail Punishment Secret Time. And episode number five in season three is called US Mail was written by Tom Fontana and Bradford Winters, directed by Steve Buscemi. Yes, that's Steve Buscemi. And the theme is the US Postal Service. Wangler finds out his wife and her lover were murdered, execution style, just as planned. Meanwhile, Poet and Pierce are attacked by Hernandez, Ric- Hernandez, Ricardo, and Guerra. Lockdown ensues, and Wangler finds himself vulnerable in a cell with Adebisi. Beecher nurses Andrew Schillinger through withdrawal and turns him against his father, leading to an ugly confrontation.
2: And the next episode is Cruel and Unusual Punishments, written by Tom Fontana, directed by Terry Kinney. Anybody knows who Terry Kinney is? You should. Oh, yeah, never heard of him. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and the theme there is punishment. With Cyril's schedule to box Pancamo, O'Reilly plans to use his spray bottle trick, but first he must deal with Kedney. Alvarez sees the photos of Rivera's gouged-out eyes and goes nuts. Nat Ginsberg offers to write Napa's memoirs, raising Pankamo's ire. Said is ostracized by his Muslim ex-followers and is moved to Beecher's cell.
1: Next up is Secret Identities, written by Tom Fantena and Sunil Nayar, directed by Adam Bernstein, theme, One true, One's True Identity. When State Department employee Lana Keith, mm-hmm. Amy Madigan, visits Kosigan <laughs> in solitary, it costs him his life. Atabisi accuses McManus of sexually abu- harassing w- Wangler. Bellinger meets with McManus and requests execution by hanging. There's just one problem. She's pregnant. Said Said to Said <laughs> Said uh, refuses to join Adabisi in his attempt to start and Oz War.
0: And Out of Time is the season finale, written by Tom Fontana, directed by Barbara Koppel, the theme, The New Year, and The End of the Millennium. Things are heating up in Emerald City as racial tensions mount. After Murphy throws Hill into the hole, prompting outrage from Adebisi and other black inmates, Hughes asks Glenn, if he ever felt like he betrayed his own people. Glenn fires Hughes, but before leaving Oz, Hughes is able to deliver a Millennium gift to Adebisi, a gun. All right, starting out with the, the, the first character here in my notes is Mr. William Cudney. and we see uh, the murder that he committed he killed the child of the doctor who performed an abortion on his girlfriend. Actually, he doesn't say if it's his girlfriend or wife. He said that he he did that because he said the doctor killed his child, and he wanted the doctor to know how that felt. So, a real eye for an eye stuff there. Since you know he's the the Christian in the uh, <laughs> he's one of the Christians there in the prison, so. Which I gotta be honest, is probably one of the worst things I've seen
2: on this show. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What, the portrayal of the Christians or
2: Well, no. I mean the Or
1: just what he did. What he did. Shooting the kids.
2: It gets things get pretty bad on there. Some of their their okay, most of their crimes are pretty horrendous, but this just in and of itself is speaker ran down a girl. I know, and I'm not. I'm not saying any one crime is, you know, better or worse than the other. It's just the, you know, his crime find, and his justification for it is just
1: wait, crazy. You, you you find this more uh, damaging than the guy who killed then raped uh, a, a mother and her child, all for nothing, no reason. I, I didn't say that. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Reality. <I> did <laughs> not say that. The, it was the same season. I
2: I am mm-hmm. just making the
0: point that this
2: was quite just Not cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It it might be in the in the top five worst crimes committed by an Oz yeah. inmate. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, um, Along the way here, he figured out what O'Reilly's been doing with the chlorohydrate that he's been stealing from the the hospital. And so he refuses to steal it anymore. It it took him a while to figure it out, you know?
1: Wait, did that happen in this episode? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it happened either in the first or second one.
1: It must have been the second one because I... I didn't watch U.S. Mail because I watched it
0: previously. Oh, you watched it before. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. But I remember seeing the scene where he, like, finally shuts him down. God, world's slowest person. (laughs) (laughs) What could you possibly be doing with this? Yeah. Well, (laughs) let's go to a fight. He
0: he might be, well, he's a little quicker than Tim McManus.
1: (laughs) McManus is just a (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't want to say that but like yeah whatever McManus <laughs> <laughs> right. he just gets it heaped on him this season
0: poor mm-hmm. McManus <laughs> I know. He breaks down at the end there so and then uh, with Ryan O'Reilly um, he, he beats up Cudney because Cudney told Cyril not to box and then with the with the Drugging of the um the water or the uh, the spray bottle trick, as they call it, uh, he decided not to drug Kenny's water because um, Kenny planned to get high before the fight anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, he lost the fight. Surprise.
1: <laughs> but Kenny's fight wasn't even with Cyril. No. Like his, his argument has been he's been drugging people in order to keep Cyril safe and make a few bucks on the side.
0: Right, right.
1: But clearly he's drugging everybody.
0: <laughs> right. And he has a big stack of cash to uh, go along with it. <laughs> Part of his, his cash he paid to Kosigan to kill Cudney, And he has a little... He has a very interesting uh, murder weapon. So and then... Um, Tancamo has a fight with um, with Cyril, and so, of course, Ryan has to spike his um, his water. But by then, you know, his um, his connection is cut off, so he just uses heroin. <laughs> why Why not? And then, uh, of course, Cyril wins the fight, and the next the next fight is. Um, Khan uh, versus Kramer and the winner of that fight will fight go up against Cyril for the championship and so he, uh, Ryan stays out of that one because he'll deal with whoever gets there when they get there mm-hmm. next we have Kenny, Kenny Wangler or you know as he, he wants to be known as Bricks still fighting that <laughs>
1: So, um, that is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, you're the only one who gets that right. Yes. <laughs> and that was McManus, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> hey, yeah. Bricks, how's it going? Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, he did a really good acting job when uh, he found out when McManus told him about his wife and Ronnie that they had been murdered and found in bed together made it look like he was surprised to hear the news and sad about it he did do a pretty good job there hmm amazingly
1: with the greek chorus behind him Captain, right? giggling through it
2: yeah that's what got me not so much he did a great job just that he did a great job with them
0: standing there hmm at least they they waited till tim walked away to uh laugh too much mm-hmm. when he when he comes back from the funeral he finds that he has a new roommate at a BC and uh, they were roommates before and it wasn't very pleasant for Kenny and uh, <laughs> it's, this isn't very pleasant for well, him. Continue <laughs>
2: to not be very pleasant.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, before it was unpleasant because his stuff got broken. Now it's yeah. him that's getting
0: broken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you think that they would see, um, since the you know the walls are glass, uh, that someone one of the guards or somebody would see that um, he's like tied down to the bed naked, and think that that might be a problem.
1: <laughs> they didn't would... see a problem in Beecher's ass being burned with a swastika in the first episode, so why should they turn mm-hmm. up that side now? I, I I get the impression that the guards let things go as things are. Mm -hmm. you can certainly see that in diane she's like checked out
0: definitely (laughs) she's she's just got this
1: look this 40 yard 40 yard stare for almost everything
0: yeah this this she was just so sad there's some scene with with uh diane and tim and it's just like the saddest thing ever (laughs) 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 where he comes to say hello to her and um I think it's before they, they go to lunch or something.
1: Go to lunch. That's that's you. That's that's code. That's Tim code. <laughs> or I put my penis in her.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it not? It is because, yeah, they, they get back together there. Hey, you want to go do lunch?
1: Lunch. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: At least it's her and not the other one.
0: Hmm? Yeah, the the crazy one, Claire. Yeah.
2: Claire, okay. I
0: can never remember her name. Yeah, she's just the crazy bitch. She is. But hey, yes, she's she... not too crazy. I mean, she's she's suing She's Jim.
1: Totally, completely psycho bonkers. Crazy. Yeah,
0: but she's she's kind she's of not about, too crazy. Well, she's like crazy, like one of the inmates, and you know, twisting it to her advantage with the. Uh, a sexual harassment suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All I could think of was sexual harassment panda. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Did he touch you in a bad place?
0: Did that's he, awesome. Show panda. me on the panda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, and Kenny needs one of those for Adebisi, but instead he... he uh, Accuses McManus. Adabisi McManus
1: isn't sexually assaulting Kenny. He's trying to reprogram him.
0: So that's part of the... Um...
1: His methods are bizarre. <laughs> but so is he. Uh, yeah, that's I true. Noticed, I noticed the new thing that Adabisi does. Have you noticed his collar? Collar? hmm No? No. He twists his collar so one side of it is up normal. And the other side is twisted inside.
0: Okay. The man is freaky.
1: <laughs> and all things apparel. He,
0: he is. He is. <laughs> and he, he, yes, he's back to the hats.
1: A magical levitating hat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, okay, when Kenny does talk to McManus, he, you know, they, they seem to be having a real conversation. Kenny's willing to try the parenting program so he can be a better father to his son and have a better relationship with him. But then when Kenny's mother brings the son in to see Kenny, the baby starts crying and Kenny gets upset about that.
1: He doesn't handle it in an appropriate way. No. He handles it like a child would. Or like somebody Kenny's
0: age. Or... Yeah, well, he, he did just turn 18, so. Yeah.
1: True that.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, I guess after after that, he accuses Tim of sexual harassment, or actually Adebisi does. It was Adebisi's idea. And uh, then Kenny is transferred out to Genpop. And then we've got a Poet in the first episode here, he uh, wrote a poem dedicated to Kareem Saeed. There's still, you know, Saeed is still seeing uh, Trisha Ross and everybody in the prison is upset about it.
1: That's so wrong.
0: Like, really?
1: (laughs) And literally, he's just seeing her. (laughs) That's that's what he's up to. He's up to maybe a (laughs) handhold.
0: Hey, there was a hug there.
1: <laughs> oh, that was after the fourth date. Oh, okay. The fourth date they went to hug. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, no more conjugals in uh, in Oz.
1: Unless you're this... in Oz.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, his in, in the poem, he said that Saeed was frolicking with the devil's maiden, and so now. The other the other Muslims were upset because now it's gone from a private humiliation to a public humiliation. They wanna they wanna kick Saeed out as leader. They don't want him to be the leader anymore.
1: Yeah, those Muslims, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very strict.
1: <laughs> they don't give an inch when it comes to the white devil. <laughs>
0: well, but I guess you know that's just a way of surviving in the in in prison, I guess It's just stick with people who look like you.
1: not just stick, convert like I yeah. was I found it interesting that they were upset with the idea that Saeed might try and teach
0: Beecher. yeah, yeah.
1: you would think they'd want everybody and their brother. To be on their side, but they're Mm -hmm. an exclusive group. Yeah, like no, only black Muslims need apply.
0: Right, right.
1: Which is, you know, I I I like the fact that we're finally digging into the hows and whys of saeed For the Mm -hmm. first time, I feel for the character. Mm -hmm. But and he actually admits at one point in the season that like he was responsible for the for the riot three years ago. And he was like, not going to have any part of anything stirring up now. And he showed a general concern for people beyond, without his power. At least that struck me as what was going on. So I actually have some sympathy for the character for the first time in also many seasons.
0: Wow. I'm
2: very proud of you.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) I can actually stop rooting for the white supremacist (laughs) and start rooting for the black
0: Muslim.
2: (laughs) Oh, we were supposed to be rooting for
0: people?
1: I don't know. I I feel things for people. (laughs) You know? I mean, I think it's a tribute to J.K. Simmons. Uh, and his acting performance in that he makes his character while despicable and vile and mean-spirited and evil and ugly, he makes him human. And this could have played in such a way that it was just, you know, I didn't believe Vern had all this concern for his sons. It's just a way of cynically making a chink in the armor that he can be hurt in this area but i think his his, you know the way they set this up i bought it is what i'm saying i mean was it the reason vernon got into jail was because he was trying to police the area from people that might influence his kids Of course he took it to the extremes <laughs> that ended him in landed him in jail. But like you know. As far as white supremacists go, Vern isn't that bad. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from a black male in case you don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh
2: gosh.
0: And I get so so much
1: trouble on this damn
0: show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's also similar to um, Hamid Khan. Uh, he's in jail because he stopped a woman from getting raped. And yeah, he seems... beat up the guy who was raping her. You know, he might have gone a little too far in beating him up. And that's why he's in prison.
1: That seemed completely talk about a railroad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the woman was clearly hurt and it yeah. was like aggravated assault. Yeah. I mean, did he kill the guy? It didn't even sound like he killed him. No. It like he just... hurt him real bad, but it was like, yeah. what jury is going to stand up there and say, you yeah. go to jail, sir. I know. That woman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. But mm. yes, if I had been on that jury, <laughs> No, (laughs) not guilty. So
1: So have we discussed at all the, uh, the treatments of sister Pete?
0: No. The many, the many cases
1: of sister Pete.
0: Well, I guess it starts with, uh, the, the interaction program with, um, Miguel Alvarez and Officer Rivera. And she wants them to both talk about what happened, uh, how it's changed Officer Rivera's life and his wife's life. You know, they want to know why Alvarez did it. Yeah, like we, we learned in the episode descriptions, he when he saw the pictures of what he had done, he he broke down and he was crying. And that might be the first time he felt regret for doing it, or knew how much damage he had really caused.
1: Mm. Yeah, I also found it kind of interesting that he did kind of say why he did it. Mm-hmm. He he mentioned the fact that oh, like it, it was he was led to that answer by by Alvarez. He he said, "Was this some gang shit?" Right. And he he admitted to it. He said, yes, yes, it was at first. Mm -hmm. And I I remember the the mind state of the character back when it occurred. He was like, well, I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. If I don't do this to this guard, I'm going to be killed in here. And if I do do this to this guard, I'm going to be killed in here. Right. Mm -hmm. So he chose to take the... Dumb road, <laughs> seemingly,
0: yeah, being killed by the guards and still and and not by his fellow inmates. right yet
1: exactly. <laughs> it's like what did it get him in the long run? It's like these guys who had it out for him from the beginning.
0: yeah, yeah, at least they waited till after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: Uh, at least they have heart. <laughs> hmm.
0: But uh, the uh, the well, Sister Pete and Rivera and Alvarez, that they all everybody met together only once. And uh, Rivera's wife Tina, she's she's like way too angry, and I think
1: <laughs> way, <what>? too <laughs> way too <laughs> angry. Way too angry. Just the right amount of angry myself.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. And and well and. Angry enough to not make the sessions productive, <laughs> and so they don't continue. <laughs> Can we go back a bit? Because sure.
1: There's a weird thing that occurs, and it actually gets some play later on. Who's excluded from these events?
0: Oh, uh, Mukata, Father Mukata.
1: Exactly. Father B.D. Wong <laughs> asked for the right to be there for these sessions and sister pete was like no 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 this is my ball Mm -hmm. her ball's over there in the confessional my ball (laughs) i need to deal with this on my own and then later on she comes back and says maybe that wasn't the right play yeah she starts to question a lot about herself and that could be due to your man (laughs)
0: christopher keller <laughs>
1: yeah
0: he is uh trying to analyze sister pete well trying to <laughs> yeah i mean that's on the on the surface yes but he's he is manipulating he's a master her of
1: picking lint off the <laughs> front of a person's dress it's like Ah, he's got to pinch my nipples. No, he's just getting that bit of limb. Okay. <laughs> now I need to pinch my nipples.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Amelia, did you have to pause there and take a moment? <laughs> <laughs> Sister, clearly a, did. A Christopher Keller moment. <laughs> oh, I,
2: you know, I, I rolled with it. <laughs> Let it go. I can't tell you what happened after, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you dream of Chris Keller? I didn't. Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) I rarely, (laughs) rarely dream of Christopher Maloney outside of the confines of Oz.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay.
1: And the podcast turns into giggles. <laughs> just a mention of this guy.
0: I know. Have
2: sorry.
1: you seen him? I've seen <laughs> him. He's a You've balding man it? with a, a, an all right build, tall, and a lantern jaw. You
0: just call so, it all right? It's a little more than all right.
1: All right. <laughs> well, he's, he's no Schwarzenegger in his prime. Yeah. He's no uh gross. he's not even a Jean-Claude Van Damme in his ripness.
0: Really Chris. <laughs> he is a Christopher Keller. He's Christ- a Christopher Milani. <laughs> so <laughs> story. Which <is> just right.
1: <laughs> I got a question for you kids. Uh oh, yes. So Mr. Keller claims to be a piece of shit. Worthless in every regard. Whose only joys are discovering how much he can make people love him. (laughs) Like, even though he knows he's a piece of shit. Like, that's that's the inner workings. Do you buy this story? Or is this yet another story? (laughs) I mean, is he playing? And I guess we really can't ask Susan because she should know. (laughs) But. We can ask <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> so Amelia. Do you buy Keller's bullshit?
2: I do from the standpoint of having met guys like Chris Keller. You've <laughs> um, met
1: of shit that are completely worthless?
2: I've met several. <laughs> Ouch. Who need to manipulate so that they feel, love just to just to do it. Hmm. They want you to fall for him just to they can say that you fell for them.
0: Hmm. So See you there. you
1: you think this is an, ac- an accurate thing that he's not just playing her in order to play her. I mean, this does here's here's my problem with Chris Keller as a character on this mm-hmm. show. I don't believe him and it's not in the way that the characters don't believe him and come to the point where like, okay, I can't trust you because you're untrustworthy. I don't believe him as a human being that could exist due to the fact that his survival is unexplainable. (laughs) The fact that he's breathing after having turned on the Aryan brotherhood the way that he did, um, you know, the fact that he's, like, put himself in harm's way constantly in order to win back Beecher's affections. It's like, really? How could he have survived this far in prison? This was the thing that started rolling back on my mind. Because he would have been strung up and killed long ago. But then
0: they
2: did not have a TV show.
1: Why? <laughs> Yeah, you would. There are plenty of other characters. I mean, other characters, they've explained why they're being protected. Like, uh, for instance, the narrator who's in the wheelchair, like all the other groups got together and said, you know, do no harm to this man for this rat that he did because we're giving him a (laughs) one-off. He eliminated a piece of shit from our society Oh. And it's all good with us. So his survival is explan- uh, is explained. I mean, his-
2: Keller's will be explained by the end of it.
1: He has an impervious chin. His chin can <laughs> have no harm done to it. He just sticks that's that up. out there. When the shank comes, he throws the chin. down. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think that cleft got so deep?
0: Yeah, that's how he stays in such good shape. He's always defending himself right and wrestling all
1: right that's true does do a lot of wrestling (laughs) a lot of wrestling
0: now shall shall we discuss his (laughs) ex-wives
2: only if chris can play the game chris has to play the game
1: (laughs) no that's a that game (laughs) is silly one
0: and we both had to play the game. He's more mature than that now. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: it's well, skewed towards an obvious result. I mean, it's all based on, uh, I mean, these aren't real characters that you're having me play against. You got to play against people who have backstories. I get to play against people who were with Keller.
0: Yeah. That's their only backstory is they're Keller's ex-wives. Um, and they still love him or, you know, mm-hmm. So you know, number one, that they're
2: all damaged. You know, yeah. <laughs> number two, they have a very high tolerance for bullshit. Mm-hmm.
0: Or or they're willing to overlook the bullshit because he's hot.
2: hot or they're, they're all incredibly superficial. And wait, go.
1: Wait, wait. He's hot in prison. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big... Caveat there.
0: And they're over over willing to overlook the fact that he's in prison because he's hot.
1: <laughs> okay, Susan. Yeah. If you had a chance to be a conjugal with Chris Keller, would you be his date? Would you be his girlfriend? <laughs> would you visit a Chris Keller?
0: <sighs> Probably not. <Huh. laughs> Yay, some
1: sanity. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed to know.
2: <laughs> I like your way of trying to get out of playing the game. <laughs> I'm just well, going to talk to them in circles and so I don't have to play.
0: <laughs> I'm trying my best color manipulations. It's not working. Mm-hmm. There's something about men named Chris, they know how to <laughs> manipulate. <laughs>
1: I got myself in trouble now. Honestly, I don't remember the first two. One was Asian, right? Yeah. And the first one, I don't remember at all. I think she was like tall, maybe brunette. I don't know. I don't know. So like, (laughs) how how can I play the game if I don't even remember them? (laughs) (laughs) You just want me to say kill the fat one. (laughs) Why would I want you to say that? <laughs> that was the only one that's left that is in our discussion. You want, well, what what, what would you want? <laughs> I am not blown playing this game. I've already played the game. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying you play the game with characters. I have to play the game with headshots.
0: You also play the game mm, with characters. Any three
2: women
1: who are actors in a headshot. It's like play Mary Boff Kill.
0: Well and then again we will we would have to go back to what Gloria and uh, Sister Pete Sister Pete and uh Diane.
1: There you yeah, go. I'd rather play that. <laughs>
0: there
2: you go. There are three fully developed characters for you. And go. Um
1: Gloria, is that the crazy one?
2: No. No, she's the, the doctor.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Um oh so real characters. All right. <laughs> Because I do enjoy the fact that the show can create villains that are just completely despicable, like our uh, sexual harassment panda lady.
0: Like but, see, Maybe we should, maybe we should awesome. trade, um, trade Sister Pete for um, for the sexual harassment panda. Guy. No, then
1: she's obviously <laughs>
0: the kill. Seen she's obviously before. the kill. All right. Well, never mind. We'll put Sister <laughs> Pete back in there. <laughs>
1: Hmm. Diane's too damaged. <laughs>
2: so, we could have put, you know, we could have put uh, Bellinger probably- in there. Mm-hmm. She, huh? What's that? We could have put Bellinger in there, and that her name, Death Row
0: Lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um the the one on Death Row. Yeah.
0: yeah. Instead of Sister Pete. Chris, did you no. get her pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun.
1: no, she would not have my uh that's true right uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I do not match her compatibility standards. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a virgin birth, didn't you hear? aren't you paying attention
0: yeah, yeah, that's right <laughs> well no she she know yeah well, she knows <laughs> who the father is, and she's not telling but no, she's she claiming told, it's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the first one. No, that's this one. Okay. Okay, that's you still haven't answered question. Your, your question.
1: Um... Yeah, 60 real nice. <laughs> I don't see it being a great lady.
0: You don't know. It's always a quiet one. I mean, it's been years and years, so she's got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> pent up aggression. Up. Yeah, pent up, yeah. <laughs> She has lust in her heart (laughs) that she wants to express.
1: I'd marry the doctor, boff, Diane, and uh, I have to off Sister Pete.
0: Oh,
2: poor Sister Pete. Yeah. Hey,
1: if it was in Sister Pete's heyday,
0: that's a different story.
2: (laughs) Mm Okay.
1: That would be like the 30s, so no. Oh, not the 30s, the 60s. Wow. You
0: saw West Side Story, come on.
1: I'm joking. I'm joking. See, even in joking relationships, women are all touchy about age. Ah. <sighs> yeah. But she's not
2: that old! <laughs> if you wouldn't say stupid stuff, we wouldn't get touchy.
0: If I didn't say stupid
2: stuff, I wouldn't be male.
0: <laughs> you said it. I didn't. I'm going to have to save that one and replay it many times. <laughs> That's <fine. laughs> Hey, I already know
1: I'm at. Uh, <laughs> I know where I stand in this trilogy of terror. So it's
0: quite alright. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, yes. Back to Keller and Sister Pete. So,
1: nipple pinching.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, and okay. She she came to visit him in uh, in M City because he didn't show up for <clears throat> for his appointments. Mm, two of so, them. Yeah.
1: And this is after Beecher's already gone to see Keller and said, don't fuck with Sister B. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or I'll grow my nails again. He would like me when I (laughs) grow my nails again. That's right. Mm. I
0: don't know why
1: Sling Blade Beecher. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead.
0: So, okay. So when she goes to see him there, um, he tries to manipulate her once again, but this time... She, she's not playing along anymore. And she's, you know, said, you know, I know what you're doing, and no. Uh, but his, I think his end result there was for, to get her to talk to Beecher.
1: Right. So,
0: so that Beecher would love him again. Oh,
1: that seemed to have been the case. In which case, you can only assume... To some degree, he may not have been telling the truth when he disclosed the fact that he's a piece of shit. That may have just been a carrot for psychologists who obviously want right. to dig her teeth
0: into. Right. Yes, let's look at why you feel that way. Yeah. Not that he's wrong.
1: <laughs> he does seem to be pretty shitty. a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. But we continue to watch yes <laughs> this season seems to be about pulling the piano strings extremely taunt
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know everything is about being on edge and about to burst but not actually fulfilling that need. that seemed to be what and, i took from this season
0: yeah and we may be like getting ahead here but um at the you know, in the, in the, in the finale also, it's like, okay, this is how things happened at the end of season one, but we had, you know, one more episode and we saw what happened. There was a riot. What's going to happen now?
1: Not a clue. (laughs) Adam B.C. is in control, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anything can happen. He's going to make everyone shave their heads and wear hats. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Do not take him out because of what he does. Take him out because of what color he is.
0: Mm hmm. Like,
1: like, what? How does that help? <laughs> yeah. I, I really would love to know what Atabisi's plan is. Because, like, at one point it seemed like he had a plan revenge. Revenge seemed to be his domain. You know, he, he got back at. The guy who orchestrated the death of his mentor by pricking him with the blood of an HIV-positive uh, patient
0: mm-hmm.
1: worked perfectly. Like that required a level of sophistication I didn't think Atabisi was capable of. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, not in previous seasons. The Addabbo we saw, where he was like stoned right. all the time and right, he's like, crazy no coherent thoughts in his brain. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Now we have a
1: guy with a coherent thought process, but it's leading us to chaos. And I'm wondering why. See, I always want to know, like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? Is this valid? Is this a valid gesture? And often the show seems to, like, present something to us, and then maybe it'll think about it for a year or two and then it'll give us an explanation for something that happened a year or two ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like that's a frustrating thing for me because it gets me ranting and raving. It's like, why aren't the cards ever looked at? Oh, here's a whole season where the cards are looked at. Why is <laughs> not this going on? <laughs> you know?
0: They knew in advance that you would be watching and you would need to know. Yeah.
1: Or they're being reactionary in their yeah. rights.
0: You yeah, know, they're writing people. and
1: getting feedback, and then trying to address concerns that came up because they didn't think of it when they put it forth the first first time through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I love writers' rooms. the co- The concept of the writers' room, the concept yeah. of the uh, the guys who have the bible to the series and are plotting out a season of television. Now. Normal television, that's 22 episodes, so you're going to get some chaff and fuller and it, it can't help but be a question qualitatively. But HBO shows, now you're talking what they do in Europe, you know? That Sherlock series with mm. three-episode seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, you've got nothing better to do than make just the best three episodes you possibly <laughs> can. <laughs> Think of everything, work it through, you know, bounce it off people. It's like that process to me is as fascinating as
2: the show's themselves. Hmm. I like when they go that route. I like the HBO route mm-hmm. rather than, I mean, it's nice when you really like a show to have 22 full episodes, but
0: I like what they've done
2: with, shorter, like
0: seasons. with shorter seasons. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with, with shorter seasons. Because most of them are better quality <laughs> than the the longer right. seasons, the longer network seasons.
1: One of my favorite shows, The Shield, Sean Ryan Productions. Yes. Yes. Like you can watch the ramblings and the goings on in the writers' room on those DVDs. Like mm-hmm. in fact, the they have extras and. Do they, do they do anything like that for you? You've sworn us off looking at any of the extras on the DVD. Right, right. Um, like, how many seasons do we have to do that? Or do we have to wait until we're completely done with the series before we can watch season one's extras?
0: Um, for season one, you have to wait until after you watch season four because they were filming season four when they...
1: So they did they some of the commentaries.
0: Yeah, that. absolutely. They spoil okay. it. <laughs>
1: that was, I was just asking. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So we got one more goddamn season. Then I can see some behind the scenes stuff.
0: <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right.
1: Cool. Cool. I can live with that.